Brother Waldrop, we're so glad that you're here. We want you to come once again, take your liberty today. Amen. Preach to me. God bless you. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Riggin. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Do you appreciate the touch of the Holy Ghost in this place this morning? Amen. Would you lift up your hands together all across this place? Hallelujah. Would you acknowledge His touch and His presence? Hallelujah. Would you acknowledge His anointing that's in this place today? Praise God. Come on, don't be intimidated. Hallelujah. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. We glorify your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We are experiencing and we are witnessing today the fulfillment of Scripture. Amen. He inhabits the praises of His people. Amen. Amen. The Father seeketh such to worship Him. They that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. When you give to God what He's looking for and what He's desirous to receive, He'll give to you what you need. And that's how it works. Amen. We don't do for God for what He'll do for us. We do for God because we love Him. Amen. Whether or not He does for me, that's His business. Amen, but my business is to give him the glory, give him the praise, acknowledge his presence, reach out and touch the Lord, let the glory of God fill my life. Amen, amen. We're reading this morning from Gospel of Luke, the 10th chapter. Amen. What a special touch of the Holy Ghost is in this place. Amen. And this is not by accident. God never shows up on accident. He always has a reason for what He does. Amen. If you need God today, God is here. God wants to confirm His Word in your life with signs following. Amen. Verse 38 of Luke, the 10th chapter. Now it came to pass as they went. That he entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. She had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Martha was cumbered about much serving, and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her, therefore, that she help me. Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. Amen. Don't, don't just read over that. Martha, Martha, you are careful and trouble. There's so much that you're concerned about and worried about. Amen. Careful is not uh, careful the way that um, we would, you know, be careful, but really full of care. You're concerned. You're troubled. You're upset. You're worried. You're frustrated. 
about many things. There's so much that you're worried about. But one thing, somebody say one thing. One thing is needful. And Mary hath chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. Amen. My heart was focused. Amen. Before I went to bed last night, my heart was focused on the presence of the Lord. Amen. And this whole service today has been focused on the presence of the Lord. Amen. This is no coincidence today. Amen. I want to preach about His presence today. Mary hath chosen that good part. Amen. Mary chose what really mattered. Amen. Look at your neighbor and tell them, choose the good part. Amen. Lift up your hands together again. In Jesus' name, would you glorify him with me? Come on, call upon the name of Jesus. God, what a privilege. What a privilege of your presence. What a privilege of your presence, oh God. Hallelujah. We pray the will of God, the fullness of the will of God today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated today. Lord bless you. Some time ago, I began to wonder and about the location of the miracles of Jesus Christ. Began to think about where he went and what he did and what he performed. And it is very understood in God's word that Jesus was faithful to the house of God. We read that he went to the synagogue as was his custom. You can just understand that if it was time to go to church, Jesus was at church. Amen. He's not going to anoint, amen, the apostle to write, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together, and then forsake the assembling of yourselves together. And so we don't read a whole lot in the ministry of Jesus Christ about him in the synagogue, but we understand that it was his custom, uh, it was customary for him uh, to go to the house of the Lord. I got to thinking about him going to the house of the Lord and his miraculous ministry and just, you know, it would make sense to me that many of his miracles would happen in the house of the Lord. What better place for a miracle to happen. You know, oftentimes that's where we relegate the miraculous. We know that God could do anything uh, anywhere for anybody. And so I began to search the Gospels and read uh, about his ministry. And the more I looked, the more surprised uh, I was because uh, this miracle was done uh, 
on the street and this miracle was done at so-and-so's house and this miracle was done by the seashore and this miracle was done going down the road and this miracle was done here and amen. Every now and then I would find a, a miraculous work that Jesus did. As a matter of fact, of all the things that Jesus did, I only find three times in his ministry that Jesus performed the miraculous or did something notable in the house of the Lord. Amen. And I don't think it's coincidental because I read three times in my Bible that there was a time that his presence was recognized in the house of the Lord. You say, Brother Walter, he only did three miracles. He meant I'm preaching that every time his presence was recognized, he did something. Every time in our Bible we read that his presence was acknowledged in the house of the Lord, something was going to happen before that service was over. Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. I want you to know that the key ingredient to, to receiving the miraculous touch of God is recognizing the presence of the Lord. Don't just let a service come and go. Don't let it be a light thing uh, that we feel the touch uh, of his holy hand. There is nothing like the presence uh, of the Lord. Amen. Uh, one of the most common times uh, uh, that we think about uh, Jesus was at church uh, and the Bible said that he was called uh, to read. He was asked to come forth and read uh, the scripture. The Bible said that he found the place where it was written in Isaiah's prophecy. The spirit of the Lord uh, is upon me. And he hath uh, anointed me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive, the recovering of sight to the blind, to open the prison doors of, of them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year uh, of the Lord. The Bible said he read that uh, and he closed the book uh, and he went and sat down and all uh, eyes uh, were upon him. Jesus responded to their attention by declaring this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Amen. I read another time that there were scribes and Pharisees that knew it's time to be at church and Jesus is in town and he's going to be at church. And they were constantly motivated by uh, finding fault and criticizing, trying to discredit uh, his ministry. And it was uh, uh, their strong conviction about the law that you could do no work uh, on the Sabbath day. Even you can't do work uh, on the Sabbath day and the law uh, required wholeness uh, to go into the house of God. Amen. It was Old Testament law that if you had, uh, amen, a physical handicap, the house of God was off limits to you. 
It manages how it was in the Old Testament law. And so they found a man with a handicap, with a withered hand. And the ones that knew the law snuck him in to see what Jesus was going to do. They broke the written law to see whether or not he would break their preferred law. Because, I mean, is it work to, work to do a miracle? Well, maybe it is, but maybe it's not. It, man, but it's always a good thing for the Lord to do something. And he knew good and well what was going down. Amen. And he called the man with the withered hand and said, stretch forth uh, thine hand. And then he said, tell me, is it good, uh, amen, to do good uh, on the Sabbath day or not? Which of you? If you had something wrong, uh, no matter what day it was, you would take care of it. If you had an ox in the ditch, amen, it wouldn't matter when it was. You'd go get your ox out of the ditch because there's something that needs to happen. We meant there's a tragedy. There's a situation that needs to be remedied. Something good needs to happen. Something that needs to change needs to change now. It can't wait. Amen. I know their motives were impure, but I, I want to testify for the man who received the miracle that day. Amen. When his presence is recognized, Jesus is going to do something for somebody that will recognize his presence. Amen. Another time there was a man possessed with the devil. Amen. And he began to cry out, I know who you are, the Holy One of God. And Jesus caused that spirit to be released from that man's soul and delivered him from demonic possession because somebody recognized the presence of the Lord. These are the only three times I find in my Bible that his presence was recognized. But he's establishing the precedent. If you need something biblical, recognize his presence. If you need something spiritual, recognize his presence. If you need something physical, recognize his presence. It doesn't matter what you need. If you'll recognize his presence, he'll do what needs to be done in your life. Would you clap your hands together unto the Lord and pray? Amen, amen. I'm telling you what. Amen. If I had a need today, I'd be excited because Jesus is here. Amen. We are focusing our attention on the presence of the Lord. That tells me something is going to happen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We read in Psalm 16 and 11, Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. That is in his presence and at his right hand. I'm telling you when Jesus shows up, he shows up on purpose. And he brings his right hand with him. 
Oh God, I feel this preaching on me right now. I said Jesus doesn't show up without his right hand. Amen. Without his power, without his authority, without his ability, everywhere God goes, his power goes with him. His ability goes with him. His strength goes with him. And something about knowing, uh, amen, there is nothing uh, that God can't do. Uh, there's no pleasure uh, like the pleasure of knowing uh, he's able uh, to do uh, exceeding uh, abundantly uh, above uh, all we ask uh, or think. Amen, in thy presence. It's not just happiness. Happiness is superficial. Happiness is coincidental. Happiness depends on circumstance. Amen. Sadness depends on circumstance. But joy doesn't depend on environment. I can be sad and still have joy. Uh -huh. Amen, because in his presence is fullness of joy. Amen, I, I don't, everything don't have to be going my way for me to have joy. Ha. Amen, because I've got a relationship with Almighty God. Amen, the word presence here in the Hebrew actually means the face of God. Amen. In your face. In other words, I acknowledge his presence. I'm aware that God is in this, this room. I am where God is. My Lord, have mercy. Now, hell wants you to be intimidated. Hell wants you to be afraid. I'm not, I am preaching. You need to reverence his presence. But bless your heart. Don't run from it. Certainly don't ignore it. Don't sit there and try to figure it out. Just acknowledge and recognize. I don't know everything there is to know about God, but I know his presence is here. And according to the scripture, that when he shows up, he comes to do something. His right hand is ready to work. His right hand is ready to manifest. His right hand is ready to save. The Bible said his ear is not heavy that he cannot hear. Neither is his arm shortened that he cannot save. I know it's simple, amen, but the word of God's not complicated. God just wants you to understand, if you'll just recognize my presence, if you'll just focus on my presence, if you'll do anything that you can do to get into my presence. It was in the presence of the Lord. The Bible said that Moses... And God had a conversation face to face. Amen. The Bible said that God spoke to Moses face to face as a man would speak to his friend. Oh, my Lord. He was in the presence of the Lord. He was in the face of God, if you will. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, I love it when God gets in my face. 
Some folks don't like that, but I'm telling you, he always knows what to do. And if the face of God brings conviction, that's a good thing. That means there's something wrong, and God's helped me get it right. Can, can I preach to you tonight, today, that, that, that conviction is not judgment. Conviction is mercy. The Bible said it's the goodness of the Lord that leadeth thee to repentance. When God pricks your heart about wrong decisions, about wrong choices, about wrong attitudes, amen, that's mercy. That's the goodness of the Lord. Amen, come on, let God get in your face this morning. Amen, recognize the presence of the Lord. Amen, nothing like knowing that I'm right with God. Nothing like knowing that I'm in his presence and in the face of God. Moses said, I beseech thee, Lord, show me thy glory. It was in his presence. It was face to face with God that Moses said, there's got to be some more uh, where this comes from uh, and I'll never know uh, until I ask you have not uh, because you ask not uh, I wonder what would happen today uh, if somebody would get to a place with God uh, you've never been before uh, and when you get there ask for more would you help me preach right now? I said, don't just be satisfied with a place in God you've never been. But when you get into uncharted territory, ask for more. Hey, hey, hallelujah. Amen. One songwriter said he's here. Right now, reach out and touch him. Jesus is here right now. Help you'll receive. Jesus is standing here. Ready your heart to cheer. Jesus is here right now. Only believe. Somebody believe the Lord with me right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bible said in Genesis the third chapter, Adam and Eve heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. I'm telling you, knowing that there's sin in your life, the last thing you need to do is hide from his presence that, that now hear me we're all humanity we understand how it works that's our first response when there's something wrong I want to hide from God but when there's something wrong it's not time to hide it's time to run I mean that's that's how miracles happen do you believe this book Amen. Folks that had something wrong with them in the ministry of Jesus Christ. If they wanted a miracle, they didn't hear Jesus was coming and then go the other way. Uh-uh. I know how this works. If I'm going to get my need met, I'm going to have to find where Jesus is. I'm not going to run from his presence. I'm going to run to his presence. And when I get there, I'm going to make sure he knows that I know where I am. 
If it upsets everybody else, if it offends my neighbors, if they get upset at me, if they tell me to hold my peace, if I've got to shove somebody out of the way, if they think I'm being, I can't help what they think. I can't help what they say. I can't help what they feel. Amen. I just understand that I need a miracle. And the best way to get my miracle is to go to the miracle worker. The best way to get my sins forgiven hey, is to get into the presence of the one man, whose delight it is to give you the kingdom. The one who said, except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Amen. That's the where I'm going. That's the one whose presence I'm running for. I'm not trying to hide my sin. I'm not trying to hide my problem. Come on, somebody. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. I'm off my notes, but I'm in the Holy Ghost right now. Amen, amen. I know it was Old Testament law. I know the law said that he shouldn't even be at church. We understand why. Amen. He hid his problem. Amen. Stuck his withered hand in his pocket. But let's be honest. Let's be honest. Amen. He wasn't the last one to hide his problems when he went to church. I'll just go in and I'll just fit in and I'll just act religious and I'll sing the songs and I'll smile and I'll nod and I'll say amen and I'll shake the preacher's hand. But all the time, we're hiding our problem. All the time, we... We've got our withered hand hidden. I'm not talking about a physical problem. I'm talking about a spiritual condition, a soul condition. You need a miracle. You need deliverance. Man, and Jesus could have just healed that man's hand. But he established a precedent to stretch forth your hand. If your need's going to be met, you're going to have to stop hiding what your problem is. I'm not talking about telling everybody, amen, all your junk. But what I am saying is be honest and open and transparent. Don't be afraid to cry in his presence. Don't be afraid to be honest in the presence. It's not about how religious you are. Religion never saved anybody. As a matter of fact, religion's done more harm in this world than good by a long shot. Amen. Religion will bind you up. Religion will confuse you. Religion will soothe your conscience. Religion will tell you you're right when you're wrong. Religion will tell you you're okay when you're not. It's not about religion. It's about relationship. It's about transparency. It's about honesty in the presence of the Lord. Can I tell you, he could have been in his presence, but hid his problem and took his withered hand home with him. But it's being honest and open. God, I'm in your house and I'm in your presence and I've got a need. You know what, this, 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 this attitude that if the Lord really wants to do something for me, he'll do it because he's God. 
That, that attitude's not from heaven. Now, I mean, there's all kind of scripture. I mean, what does God not know? But, 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 but somebody, to get a miracle, I'm, I'm telling you, over and over and over and over again in this Bible, they, they got where Jesus was and then put forth some effort. With their physical effort, with their voice, with their desire. As a matter of fact, amen, they put forth some effort. And when that didn't work, you know what they did? They put forth more effort. I mean, even of his own disciples, amen, he came walking to them on the water in the middle of the storm. And your Bible said he would have passed by them. I mean, if he was going to do a miracle for anybody, surely it's his disciples. I mean, how could a God that loves me let me go through a storm? Well, a God that loves you enough to try to teach you a lesson. That when you need something, open up your mouth and tell me what you need. Amen. Want it bad enough to do something about it? I know this is old fashioned. Amen. And you know I'm preaching the truth. Amen. You've heard this more times than you can remember. Amen. I've preached along this line several times already in this revival, but it's on me again. You need to get it settled once and for all. Amen. I'm not just going to come to church, I'm not just going to embrace religion, but I've got my face set toward his face. When thou said, Seek you my face, my heart said thy face oh Lord will I seek I'm getting my withered hand out of my pocket amen I'm being open and honest with the Lord I'm letting God know amen I'm here where miracles happen and I need one amen and you can work a miracle you can meet my need you can satisfy my soul you can forgive my sin you can heal my heart you can touch my mind you can save my soul lift up your hands please all across this place oh hallelujah hey 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 don't be like Cain and go out from the presence of the Lord Come on, get your business fixed. Obey the word of God. Submit yourself. Amen. Obey his word. Amen. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. I'm going to get in his presence today. Bible said in Luke 7, there was a Pharisee that desired that he would eat with him. He went into the Pharisee's house and he sat down to meet. There was a woman in the city. The Bible said she was a sinner. There was a sinner woman that was there. And she knew that Jesus was there. And she brought an alabaster box of ointment and stood at his feet behind him weeping. Thinking to wash his feet with tears 
and wiped them with the hairs of her head and kissed his feet and anointed him with the ointment. The Pharisee, the professional religious man. I, I credit him. Good for him for inviting Jesus to dinner. I mean, he's got a leg up on a lot of other Pharisees. I mean, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not criticizing his desire to have Jesus in the house, but I'm telling you, when Jesus is in your house, just understand that if somebody will recognize his presence, he's going to do something. When you invite Jesus to your house, you invite the miraculous. You invite deliverance. You invite the supernatural. You invite salvation. Amen. And, and, and he, you know, he, he's, he's got his act together. I just want to have a conversation with the Lord. I, I, I just, I just, I'm, just, I'm just in this for curiosity. I, I just want to know more about this man. I don't really need anything. Uh, I just want to know more about him. Uh, but there was somebody that had a need. Uh, he meant a sinner. Uh, he meant I know uh, where Jesus is. Uh, and I know I'm going to be criticized. Uh, I know I'm going to be made fun of. Uh, I know people won't understand. Uh, I know they're going to think I'm out of place. Uh, Amen, but I've got to, to get some deliverance. Amen, I'm going to find his presence. And I'm going to acknowledge his presence in my life. And the Pharisee, amen, which had bidden him, saw it. He spake within himself. And he said, if this man were a prophet, amen, he would have known who and what manner of woman this is that touches him, for he, she is a sinner. Jesus lost. He man his crick, uh, uh, his cred with the Pharisee. Amen. But what he should have done is gain more cred because this man receiveth sinners. Amen. I know who she is. Amen. She's a woman of reputation. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus, before that meeting was over, he said, if you'd have understood really who I was, you'd have done something for me. Amen. You didn't even wash my feet. You didn't even offer me common courtesy. You weren't even a good host. I mean, it's just common custom that when you have a guest come to your house, you have servants there ready to wash their feet to make them feel at home. You didn't even make me feel welcome in your house. But this woman, amen, she has not ceased to wash my feet and to dry them with her hair. Amen, she's making me feel at home. And it's not even her house. Amen, she's making me at home in her presence. Amen. I wonder today. What would happen in your life? Not just in his house, but you would make him in his house feel at home in your presence. <laughs> I know it's our privilege to be here, but I'm telling you, if somebody would just find his feet today and humble yourself. Martha, Martha, you're careful and troubled about many things. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to people today. 
You've got a lot to be concerned about. I'm telling you, this world's in trouble. I said this world's in trouble. We've got a lot to be careful and troubled about. I'm telling you, there's nothing better to do in the midst of turmoil, in the midst of confusion, in the midst of trouble, in the midst of problems. I'm going to find the presence of the Lord. And I'm going to choose the good part. I said, I'm going to choose the good part. I said, I'm going to choose the good part. I'm not going to worry about what somebody thinks. I'm not worried about my reputation. I'm not worried about making a good impression. Yeah. I know I've got a lot of natural responsibilities. Amen. Nothing wrong with a nice meal and a clean house. Nothing wrong with setting a nice table. Nothing wrong with doing things right. But Martha, amen, there's something more important. Amen. Than the meat being just right. There's something more important than the linen being pressed. There's something more important. Amen. Than the mantle being dusted. There's something more important than the floor being swept. There's something more important than everything being just right. Amen. I'm, that's, that's nice and I appreciate your effort. But what you need to do is put forth an effort to find my presence. Not just invite me in your house, but get at my feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mary hath chosen the good part. Mary hath made a better choice. You made a good choice, sis, to invite me into your house. But Mary made a better choice to get into my presence and to sit at my feet and to hear my word. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands together. Oh, I feel the touch of the Holy Ghost in this place. I said, I feel his presence. I feel his presence. Hallelujah. I said, I feel the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. I said, I feel his presence. Hallelujah. Why don't we respond to it right now? Hallelujah. Come on. This service has been all about giving him glory. Amen. Drawing nigh to God, recognizing his touch. Amen. It's in our worship. It's in our scripture text. It's in my preaching. It's going to be in this altar service. Come on, let's stand and glorify the name of the Lord together. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You will show me. You will show me the path of life in thy presence. It's fullness of joy at thy right hand. There's pleasures forevermore. Come on. There's no better way to live than in his presence and at his right hand. Come on. That's the path to walk. Amen. Walk the path that gets in his presence and sees his hand in his presence and at his right hand in his presence and in his power in his presence and in his power hallelujah praise saints of God hallelujah 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 I'm about to open up this altar don't hide from his presence 
Don't run from his presence. Come before his presence with thanksgiving. Enter into his courts with praise. Hey, come on, make yourself available. I'm going to be intentional today. I'm not trying to be impressive. I'm not trying to make a good impression. There's one thing on my mind today. I got to get into the presence of the Lord. Amen. Satan says you've been too bad. You've done too much. You've sinned to extreme. God don't have time for you. Come on. I've got the Bible. I preached it to you. It's not my opinion. It's God's word. Amen. You're only amen one touch away from your deliverance. And it doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter what you've done. doesn't matter where you've been. If you just get in his presence. Why don't we make a move toward the front of this sanctuary? I'm inviting everyone in this place. Let's make ourselves at home. And let's let Jesus feel at home in our presence today. Come on, let's come to get into his presence. Amen. Let's come to let his presence get into us. Only Jesus can satisfy. Only Jesus can work it out. Only Jesus can satisfy your soul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Only Jesus can fulfill the desires of your heart. Come on. Amen. I got to feel the presence of the Lord. I got to feel the touch of God. Somebody break your alabaster box. Somebody offer a sacrifice. Somebody let Jesus know I'm willing to put forth some effort. I know who I am. I know what I am. I know what I need. And I know you're the need meter. Have your way today, God. Come on, somebody speak the name that's above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow.
Lord, I want you to know I appreciate your presence. Lord, I appreciate your presence. I want more of you today, God, than I've ever had before. I want more of you than I've ever had before. I'm not satisfied. I'm not content. Lord, I'm hungry for the touch of God. Hey, I'm hungry for your touch today. I'm hungry for the Holy Ghost. I'm hungry for relationship. Hallelujah. Come on, true church, that's it. Let's let the will of God happen right now. Let's let the will of God happen. Let's let the will of God happen. It's his will that souls find his presence. It's his will that we put forth the effort. It's his will that we let God know how desperate we are for his touch. How much we appreciate his help in his hand, in his presence. There's fullness of joy at his right hand. There's pleasure forevermore in his presence, in his presence, in his presence, in his presence. That's it. Let's make a choice. Let's make the choice. I choose to worship. I choose to pray. I choose to feel his touch. I choose to call his name. I choose to open my heart. I choose to reach for more. I choose to sacrifice my heart. I choose.